What's good? It's your boy Southbreeze seven oh six with Love Killer Trey and Marcus underscore Sniffles. This is Committee Podcast. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. Uh, Love Killer Trey, what you got to say to the people, man? What I got to say for the people, um, shout out to everybody, uh, or I just want to actually not shout out, but thank everyone that has uh, liked the Facebook page and that is interacting on some of the posts. Um, we're at over 100 followers in just a week. Um, I do want to give a special shout out to Valerie. Um, thank you for reposting. And hey, if you guys really like what we're doing, repost, share, tell a friend. Also, shout out to Alicia for listening and um, getting your cousin to listen as well. Um, shout out to the 219 followers we have on Twitter on that page as well. That's what's up. We are here trying to uh, do big things for the people, hold it down for y'all. Again, if you like our podcast, definitely uh, share with your friends, tell your family, repost it, like, and share on SoundCloud. So we started off this week with uh, what I like to call the worst tweet of the week. I don't know if a lot of y'all are active on Twitter, but I'm very heavy on Twitter. It's, in my opinion, the best social media site out there. So Twitter, in my opinion, is kind of like this TV show on HBO called Westworld. You can literally go on Twitter and be whoever you want to be in your own alternate reality. Like, it's it's crazy some of the uh, things people say and, you know, perpetrate themselves as on the Twitter machine. So there's this one young lady... Shout out to at Sweet Baby Jesus, spelled G I A Z S or G I A Z U S. Y'all go give her a holler if y'all on Twitter and ask her about these things. So, hey, what was her name again? Sweet Baby Jesus. Sweet Baby Jesus, G I A Z U S. So she she tweeted again. I think she's like maybe eighteen or nineteen. She's like, quote, y'all don't have two hour sex, and I replied, <laughs> I replied in the back of cars, right because. She had posted earlier. She's like, "Oh, I, I love you know smashing the backseat of cars." I'm like, "Do you not have a house or a job or like why are y'all out here living like hobos?" So she replied back talking about uh, LMAO. I've had sex for four hours in the back of a car and other places nonetheless. I'm like, "All right, I've clearly seen some of your earlier posts talking about you struggling to get to the gym. You don't like working out, but you talk about you having four hours of sex. Cats can't even walk up two flights of stairs without being winded." Talking about you in the back seat of your car, you know, smashed for four hours. I don't even make no sense. Like, yeah, she had if you have if you have if you have four hours of sex in your car, let me know so I can get a ride from somebody else. Because I'm not trying to ride in a car where someone's been in there for four hours doing Bro. God knows what. That's no, nah, that's foul. I mean, it ain't foul because it's your car. But I don't want to be in a car that's been smashed in for a four hour straight session. It's madness. I need again. Maybe I need more details. I mean, maybe maybe uh, she changed the carburetor out and rotated the tires. Like, does that include? Does that period. include like breakfast and lunch? Like, did she eat first and then they got to it and then they took like? Is there an intermission? Because I, there's not a lot of things I do for four hours outside of like sleeping. Well, I'll, so, I'll watch TV for four hours. I'll play video games okay, for four well, hours. So it's you crazy. tell me that she, in the time it takes me to watch four episodes of Game of Thrones. Her and some person allegedly were in the car, you know, getting getting busy. Like I, that just sounds four hours loud. Long. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, you got to get the worst tweet of week for me because that hash, hashtag lies told on Twitter. So hey, t- send me send me her link, please. I I want to follow her too. If you're putting out worst tweets of the week, 
I kind of want to see um, the rest of your tweet catalog because that that's crazy. First of all, um, I don't think I have, no, I'm not even gonna play. I've never had sex before. I was straight. Shit, I, I can barely I'm make it thirty minutes. Honestly, that's a that's a that's a heroic day. What the fuck is she talking about? That's when you're like, shut well, up, hi- shut up the liquid Viagra. Well yeah. hydrated, well hydrated. You done stretched out a little bit. Got a good meal. Yeah, I, got some, I got some ecstasy or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, had, had, a, had a good night's rest the night before. So actually, yeah. anybody who who's on the on the Facebook page, if, if, if you find this to be true, or maybe you experience this, please please let us know. We'd like to see a a detailed description of how this exactly goes down. So I'm, I'm very curious. I'm in pretty good shape, and you know, I work out and whatnot. But like, I tried to wrestle in high school for about 35 seconds. I thought I was gonna die. So shout out to you for being in Olympic type shape. So being in that, he, she got that Usain Bolt stamina. Yeah, she got something I ain't got. So, she got that uh, Jackie Joyner Cursey twat or whatever. I don't know. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> Shit, who knows? Happy, uh, happy Women's Month. So, But yeah, so one thing I want to go over for a lot of y'all that are keeping up with our our country, you know, the little layout of land. As we all know, uh, President Donald J. Trump is out here, you know, ruling the country as he sees fit. And, and one thing I want to go over is... Uh, one thing that sticks out of my head before I say this is that I remember that President Obama was giving a some sort of briefing and somebody yelled out, you lie, very loudly, very rudely, in fact, very disrespectful also. So I just want to go over a few of the, the lies Donald Trump has told and that kind of just gets swept in the rug. So on February 16, 2017, he lied about winning the election with the most elect- electoral college votes since Reagan, which was... 100% not true. June 25th, 2017, lied about voter fraud on ABC News, which is found not to be true because he said, oh, we want investigation. I want the voting process to be, you know, sacred. No facts. No no kind of evidence that this happened. No facts needed. Hey, hashtag facts don't matter. January 25th, yeah. the same day on ABC News, he lied about the inauguration crowd, which which probably is one of the worst ones because there's clearly video and picture evidence that there was nobody there. ABC News is fake news. Yeah, I'm like, yo, like, how? Again, on that same day with the inauguration, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, the Lord is showing favor, showing favor on me because as soon as I started speaking, you know, the sun started shining. When it clearly rained the whole time, it actually started raining <laughs> when you started talking. <laughs> <laughs> and people were just like, oh, do, 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 MAGA, 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 MAGA. You know, build that wall. Build that wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. and also the, the latest in President Trump's uh, wild statements is he claimed that former President Obama wiretapped Trump Tower with absolutely no facts at all. None. Zero. And he hasn't been, hasn't done a public interview to answer questions about that since, including when he signed the repeal and replace of Obamacare, yeah. which is now being called Obamacare Light or Obamacare 2.0 because it's literally the, the exact same thing. same thing. Just took the name off. Take take it, take except, Obama's name off of it and just well, the, the crazy make it ours or make it theirs. Taking, he's taking Obama's name off it, but he's not laying claim to it himself. He's not calling it Trump Care. They're calling it the American Care Act. So if it goes south and when his people realize it, he hit them with the old bait and switch that they're not going to, you know, be as vicious and visceral towards him with, oh, Trump care sucks. You know, Obamacare, I feel, is used as a proxy for anger and hate because, you know, a lot of people 
didn't like Obama for specific reasons, very specific reasons that, that uh, kind of got them to vote for Trump, which we all know includes uh, race and religion. So shout out to President Trump. Also, just real quick before I end that, if you notice with uh, Donald Trump, the way that he works, his system, his tweets, they go in a cycle. So the first thing he does, he'll say and retweet crazy stuff. You know, of course, the news will catch fire to it. He'll dominate the news like, oh, Trump said this, blah, blah, blah. Pretty much free press, how he did, you know, in election season. Yeah, that's how he pretty much won the election. Yeah, then he'll bully the media to focus on those crazy statements, you know, attack them, you know, whatever, twist the words, say they're fake news. And then he'll backtrack and claim, oh, you know, that's not what I meant. Y'all are interpreting it wrong. This is what I meant to say. And then he'll sustain his polling advantages. So this man, this man is... As dumb as he is, he's really low-key, sneaky smart in the way that he tries to, not even try, the way that he's going about doing this, which is which makes me very disgusted at how people in this country just don't get it. Like, Well, people are sheep anyway, but, well, for yeah. the most part. Not he, everybody, but yeah. And, and he found the way to tap into that part of their brain, a certain part of the country's brain to do something. He's, like he's just so. trying to do whatever he can to keep his fan base happy and to make money for himself in the long run. He, he doesn't really care about being presidential or being diplomatic or anything like that. He just wants to make his money, keep his fan base. So when he leaves the Oval Office, he can go back into another money-making venture. This is just another stepping stone for him and his endeavors. Yeah, and, and whoever the uh, mystery commenter was back in the day who said we didn't have our facts straight, you can Google all of these facts that are all factually accurate. So uh, good luck with that. So tying in with that, of course, President Donald Trump hires the most unexperienced people to do these jobs, including uh, famed neurosurgeon Dr. Ben Carson. Uncle Ben Carson. Uh, yeah. Uncle, Uncle Tom Ben. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, love Killer Trey. What do you think about his, uh, did you hear his comments about the uh, the, the immigrants? How do, you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I did. Uh, it, it's kind of crazy. Uh, 400 years of, of being an immigrant, uh, being stolen from your native land and being an immigrant when, uh, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, shut the fuck up, Ben Carson. You make no sense. Um, obviously, don't try to sugarcoat shit. We were slaves, um, you know, for, for quite a while. And to sit there and, I mean, now, now I will say this. I read the whole thing, the whole transcript, and so I kind of get what he was trying to say, but you can't mess it up like that. Like, come on. You sound like a freaking idiot, and you're too smart to sound like that. Yeah. Basically, it reminds me of a nigga from Get Out. You know, obviously, you're brainwashed. Your wife is an ugly, fat hippopotamus. Oh, God. <laughs> she is. Come on. Let's be real. They said she would be the ugliest uh, first lady in office. Oh my god! I mean, which is not true because uh, George Bush's mom was ugly too. But I'm just no fuck all them. They're ugly. But anyway, like I said, like I said, like what are you doing, nigga? At the end of the you a nigga, be a nigga. That's my take. I, I think it's kind of Ben Carson is one of them those people that are like really really book smart because he is a neurosurgeon and. Uh, but like just common sense wise, he's not that smart. And I do I do agree with the Love Killer Trey on I think what he was trying what he was trying to say is that like after the slaves came to America, they had dreams for like their kids and their kids' kids to one day have 
hopes for freedom or a better future. But Christopher Columbus coming over to America is not the same as Kunta Kente coming over to America. That's not, it's not, it's not the same. They're not both on the same level. They weren't treated the same. They didn't, they, they, one of them was, is one of them is viewed as, you know, an explorer, you know, someone that discovered a country that already had people living there. And the other one is described as not even human. They weren't treated like people. So don't, don't say that slaves were also immigrants. Slaves were slaves. They didn't come here willingly. They didn't come here, you know, yeah, they, they didn't come here to be like, Oh, I'm coming here to, I'm coming to America from Africa to build a better future for my life and my family. That's not what they were doing. They didn't have a choice in that. And Ben Carson, like you said, is way too smart to be saying stuff like that. He needs what we need to do. We need to get a bunch of flashes on our camera phone and we need to get Ben Carson out of the sunken place. We need to get him out of there. We sure do. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is that there's people who will hear that not really knowing too much about, you know, the history of slavery again, it's because it's not taught in schools. Yeah, well, it the very little they, they teach in school is literally, hey, uh, we're going to sit in the class and make the two or three black kids in the class very uncomfortable, depending on where you went to school at. And then we're going to show glory, and it's, it's going to be all good. We're going to show y'all as a, a hero in a, in a movie. But again, a lot of people, if a lot of people knew about the some of the horrors of slavery, then the, it'd be there'd be a lot more outrage to the things that Dr. Ben Carson said. Like, dude, like, they would literally take the teeth out of slaves' mouths to put into the masters to to match their teeth. Now think think about that for a second. This is this is not 2017 where we have all kinds of modern medicine, anesthesia, antibiotics. You know, you know, legitimate tools. They're you know, hey you, I think your teeth is your tooth is going to fit this guy's mouth. You know, let's go ahead and pull it out and put it in masters' mouth like that. That is that is horrible. Along with the rape, murder. Castrating you know, us, sodomizing us, yeah. separation from family, all that stuff. So well, they, they said the same thing about like uh, George Washington. I guess there's like there's like that urban legend of him having like wooden teeth, and he actually had slaves' teeth in his mouth, not wooden teeth. So yeah, they'd be like, "Fuck you, you don't need these teeth." I mean, if you you can look eat, looking at the pictures of like how slaves looked from after getting whipped, and you know brutalized and stuff some of those pictures are very very disturbing and even just looking or even just reading about what slaves had to go through being the the fact that they weren't even treated as human they are treated as property they're not it's just something that you have you can get rid of dispose of do as you will and the the fact that someone isn't even viewed as human they're viewed as property it's just kind of it's it's sad it's and but it's also something that we as like americans and you know people in schools we can't just avoid that that's a part that's pretty much the the foundation of what this country was built on and to just kind of gloss over that is just it's irresponsible honestly what i'm honestly afraid of is some people and I'm not going to name a specific race, but some people will take these words and maybe not in our lifetime, but maybe in your kid's lifetime, their kid's lifetime, it'll become we were captured, tortured, this, this, that, to, oh, the black people came over as immigrants. Because once you, once you plant that seed, 
and more and more people start believing it, then they'll go ahead and change the history. Oh no, 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 you got no, you guys weren't slaves. You guys I mean, came what, over because you wanted what? to. I mean, if you go back and watch the Disney movie Pocahontas, that's not how that went. That's not how things happen. They no, they, they glorify it to, and they they show you all the good things, but that's not how the relationship between you know, the Europeans and the Native Americans, that's not how that went. It didn't end in harmony and peace and everybody's happy and they all joined together and, you know, had a had a good time. That's not how that's not how that worked. And and I and it's crazy to even think that, but that could possibly happen with like the, the slave narrative. Over time it becomes, oh, Kuth Kente rode his boat over here with his family and friends to build a new life. And they come to America and they help the white people build up this country and they pit cotton together and had a great yeah, time. They eventually and had a president. Oh my goodness. Look yeah. at how and now we up. have now and then Oprah Winfrey showed up and now Obama and then everybody racism's over. Like, oh no, we can't. Yeah, like I said, that, that's my only fear because I've seen we've seen, we know these things happen. They'll take something and then people they'll get on that train and then they'll say, Oh, you know what? Yeah, once again. You guys weren't slaves. You guys came over here willingly to because Africa was so bad, and here you had more of an opportunity. And you know, you weren't slaves; they were just workers, just like the Mexicans. And before long, everything gets misconstrued, and history changes. Yeah, so just just be aware that everybody out there know your history. Don't let people bamboozle you or tell you crazy stuff. Especially if you have kids. Any of our people that you know listen to us are on the Facebook page. We have kids. Definitely start the education at home, man. Don't don't trust these crazy schools with Bessie DeVos running things to educate your children. So, but onto a more lighter subject. That's a little a little heavy. We know a little heavy. We want to keep y'all spirits up. You know, y'all listen to us on the way to work or at home or hanging out with your friends. So, uh, a lot of us are well. Everybody here is obviously an NFL fan. A lot of people in the on the Facebook page probably have an NFL team. Um, so there's been a lot going on with free agency. I am a uh, Atlanta Falcons fan. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things going on as far as trying to make our teams better. Uh, Marcus Smith was, who's your team again? Indianapolis Colts. And Love Killer Trey, you're a... I'm a Jaguar fan for life, motherfuckers. Say it loud and proud. Got it tatted. Shout out to all the Jags fans who think y'all are going to to the playoffs. Y'all are really going to the top of the draft again next year, so... Shout out to you guys for having all the faith. Yeah, sh- shout out to you guys for blowing a, a twenty-eight to three lead and losing the fucking Super Bowl. I don't, I don't know what you're talking like about. So, chumps. Anyways, speaking of the Super Bowl, so free agency, the team that I feel that's been making the the biggest splash is the uh, reigning Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots. Again, I don't, I don't understand why people trade with this team like I, do y'all not ever want to win anything like what's the point of why, why do you think they're making the biggest splash though well they've signed brandon cooks right so well they traded for him well, whatever he's yeah signed traded so typically with new england they don't keep a you know marquee top wide receiver talent for tom brady and they still eat so now if they have a guy that is arguably a top 10, top 12 guy on their team. That Hell be, no. Uh, Stat-wise, he's, he's up there. I checked it. Once, I think Breeze made him, but we'll, we'll again, see. Again, you say that, but, I mean, with that system that they work so well with the likes of Julian Edelman's and Danny Amendola's, 
imagine what a guy with that type of talent and speed could do for their offense, along with Rob Gronkowski coming back. And yeah, the, not, the thing with Cooks is that also. he he's not going to be the number one guy. He's just going to be another guy that you have to worry about. Yeah. So, but he's going to be a, a, a scary. He's going to be whatever he was doing in New Orleans. He's probably not going to put up as big a numbers, but he's still going to be a threat to where people are like, "How do we stop this guy?" And Julian Edelman, and Dan, Danny Amendola, and Chris Hogan, and Rob Gronkowski, and they and my Colts traded uh Dwayne Allen to the uh Patriots and he, Dwayne Allen he was good two years ago he wasn't good this past season but if you put Dwayne Allen on the other side of Rob Gronkowski he's going to he's going to he's going to be able to do what Martellus Bennett was able to yeah. do I, yeah. I actually want the Falcons to draft him back when he came out he's he's a really good prospect but yeah shout out for shout out to y'all for helping the Patriots uh Hey, we're, just, we're just we're just trying to make America moonwalk, great again. Moonwalking to the uh, AFC Championship again because nobody gives them any type of competition, which is ridiculous. But what do you think about the Jacks putting up Calais Campbell? Like y'all's defensive line should be pretty legit. Well, I I pretty much like um, everything that we've done so far in the free agency. Calais Campbell is a freaking problem. I, I'm just our, our whole thing. We relying on this quarterback. Definitely need to. Bortles is going to have to take a step forward. If he does that, I feel like with whatever we draft within the first couple rounds, we can be in the playoffs. Um, that's if Romo doesn't go to Houston. Because if he does, I, I think Houston with a quarterback could have beat, they had the style of team that could beat the Patriots. But now Houston's got a little worse. Um, of course, they lost their cornerback, uh, Aboye, to us. Um, also, but beyond all that, the trade with the Browns and freaking Houston. What do you guys think about that? Like the reasoning behind it and everything else. Cause y'all know they're talking about um, Cleveland's going to cut Oswaller. I think, I think the Browns are trying to, they're, they're trying to, they're looking towards the future more. They're not trying to go through the, they're not trying to just get a guy to fix it right now. They're not looking for a band aid. They're trying to heal that team long-term and they, I mean, they got some pretty solid draft picks from Houston, and all they had to take back was a $16 million uh, contract for Brock Osweiler. So I, I think, I honestly, I think it's a good, a good look for Cleveland. It's one of those things where they're doing, they're showing that they're going to be patient and that they're going to yeah. build the team through the draft. And the thing that sucks for teams like Cleveland and Jacksonville and like the you know, Titans. No, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm, the Titans always made the playoffs. Here's my point: If you're a team like Jacksonville and the Colts, or, or the Browns, or the Colts at one point, and you and sign I, and you sign a certain player, fans in the media are going to question that. But if you're a team like New England or Green Bay, and you do that same move, people are going to give you some leeway because they're like, "Oh, what is what does he know? What do they know about this? They're, they must be doing something good." Because, you know, Albert Hainsworth way back in the day signed with Washington and people made fun of that move. He signed with New England and they're like, oh, that's a great move for New England. Same thing with Chad Johnson. Same thing with Randy Moss. You go to New England, you go to Green Bay, people think it's a good move. If you're Cleveland and, and they've earned this, they've earned, they've earned the, 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 like people questioning them, they've earned that because they've made so many bad moves. But 
I, I think this is a step in the right direction for them, if anything. I think it is too. Um, now, as far as Houston is concerned, you you have to make a move. You're going to have to, and I haven't checked this morning if they got Romo, but either you're going to have to get Romo, which that's a lot to invest in a guy that is constantly hurt with serious injuries, or you're saying you're going to have to take a quarterback because I would be pissed off if I'm Watt, if I'm Clowney, if I'm uh, Merciless, uh, any of those guys on that defense. DeAndre play Hopkins. That- yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, they Dude, play their ass season. off. And they don't get a chance to compete because they have no quarterback. Same yeah. thing with Denver, which, you know, after this we can go ahead and move on. But Denver, if you're Denver, you know you have a Super Bowl-caliber team. Like I said, both of these teams have great defenses and could go all the way in the AFC, but they don't have a quarterback anymore. That, that would be my thing. If I was, like, the Texans who had a – I'm definitely trading for Tony Romo, and I am – doing that and i basically i'm going all in on that season because like you said tony romo is an older quarterback he's had back problems you're not tony romo isn't your long-term solution but i would treat it like the like when brett Favre signed with like the jets or the vikings it's like okay we got this guy for one maybe two years so we need to do everything we can to win now and that's that would be my plan if, if i'm a team in position to get tony romo now, my last thing, we're talking about the Browns, even though I don't know why we're talking about them because they're a bunch of losers. But one thing that I don't like that they did was they allowed Terrell Pryor to leave, being that they're trying to build for the future. They've signed a lot of offensive linemen. They have a solid running game. Why not continue to develop him? Because he's actually a pretty solid playmaker for them last year. Continue to develop him. And then when you bring in, you know, whether it be through free agency or through the draft, bring in a uh, – quarterback to have a established weapon that guy is a physical specimen he's a, he has a potential to be a monster tight wide receiver as i saw last season and preseason when he burnt desmond trufant like he wasn't even there and he's supposed to be one of the you know premier corners in the league so that that's just my closing thought on that i, I think they should have kept him but i think he'll do big things for the washington redskins even though He's on a one-year deal, and that's a little weird, too. I'm not going to touch on that, but I'm seeing a lot of, like, that's two wide receivers that are on one-year yeah, deals. Jeffries, too, that kind of threw me off, too. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. Maybe if, if he's not what you think you got him for, why he signed up for a one-year deal, but maybe he wants to bet on himself. So I think he'll be good for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is a – I think he's pretty good. I think they do need some weapons. I think Alshon Jeffries should help him out. So we'll see how that goes. All right, all right, all right. Next, we're going on to, of course, the Remy, Nikki Beef. Marcus, please tell us more about it. Yeah, if you listen to one of our previous episodes, we did talk about uh, the Remy Ma and Nikki Minaj beef. We, we touched on Sheether and whether uh, Nikki Minaj would respond to that. And over the last few days, she has dropped three new songs, three new singles. Uh, no frauds with Drake and Lil Wayne changed it with uh, Lil Wayne and then regrets in your tears right now all three of those songs are number one on the charts because that's what Nicki Minaj cares about but um, this the song I want to focus on is uh, no frauds that is her response to uh, Remy Ma Sheether and another one uh, I guess I'll ask y'all's thoughts on uh, no frauds Trash emoji. Yeesh. Definitely yeah. trash emoji. Yeesh. Everybody I like the song. 
Yeah, yeah. Everybody okay. on the Facebook page, it seems to be a consensus that nobody likes this song. Like I haven't found, I guess we don't have any Nicki Minaj fans, any barbs on the on the page, but if y'all are out there, I need to step into the plate to thank y'all's girl. She's she's getting drug. Well, like I said, I, I like the the song is a is it's a decent song, but as a diss, it's fucking trash. As a diss, as a rebuttal, whatever you want to say, as a comeback. It's just not good at all. Like I, I don't, I don't like her flow on the song. I don't like what she's saying. I mean, she, she had maybe uh, two to four bars that I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that, this is cool. Overall, though, it's horrible. And um, I was just really thinking, like, once again with the the last topic, and I was hoping that we got uh, this clown. I mean, this guy O'Gara on the show in order to debate me about the um, the diss tracks. But I guess he heard that I was going to be on the show. He didn't show up. That's like most niggas do. Yeah, but shout out to, shout out to <laughs> bitch ass for not showing up. I'm very disappointed. When you hear this, you might call me. You're not going to slander me, dog. But come on, bro. Yeah, I, I want him to show up so I can go ahead and debate him. But um, when I just look at it, it's like. You, it's not hard to to make a great diss if you have all the hype. Like she has the most fans, so all she has to do is say, "You know what? You're a bitch. You're broke. You went to jail. You ain't raised your son. You ain't shit. Blah blah blah. Pap is cheating on you. Yada yada yada. This and that. that. You you was eating box in jail or whatever. I'm, I'm saying she said some of it, but you can go on a diss by yourself, say these facts over a decent beat, and people be like, "Oh shit, Nikki, Nikki, it's back." But she I, didn't I, do it. I guess my thing, like I listen to No Frauds, and I don't like. I guess I'm gonna be the only one who thinks this on this. Uh, conversation i thought it was a good i think it's a good song i agree with that it's it's clearly doing numbers right now uh as far as this record it's it's not going to be in anybody's top 25 disc records it's a it's a it's a regular run in the mill you know talking shit about whoever you know about you know ring my it wasn't it wasn't I, when i listen to a disc record when i when i know a disc record is hitting is when i listen to it and I say to myself, okay, that's messed up. Or, wow, they're taking it there. Or I or I start to feel bad for the person that they're rapping about. Because I, I listened to Sheether, and about a minute and a half in, I was like, damn, damn, that that that's messed up. That kind of, I'm hurt. I'm hurt by that. I hurt for Nicki Minaj on that. Or you listen to, like, you know, No Vaseline or Ether take over any of those other things. And you start to feel like, wow, this is, you, you know, I'm clutching my pearls now because of the stuff they're saying. Um... I, I don't think the song is bad. I think it's a good song. Not a great diss response compared to Sheether. It's better than uh, another one. No, it's or, not. Yeah, another no, one. No, hell one, no. Another Come one on. Was not that good. Another one was not but that good. But it's not better than another one. It's Man, a better. You, now no, you're no, no, caught no. up in the moment. It's a, it's a better. Listen to another one yet. It's so. a better. No, it's a better song. It's a better song. And it's a, it, It's. I don't know if it's a. The thing about another one, it's kind of like. She's just she was begging for a response. And my thing with Remy is that after she dropped another one and realized that the song wasn't that good, she went on like a media tour basically saying that she didn't want to talk about it anymore. She was done with it. Even whether Nikki responded or not, Remy was like, oh, I'm done, I'm out, I don't want to say I'm not gonna say anything else about her. Because she realized she had to realize that another one was an L. You know what I'm saying? So she got a she got a she was she was up one zero on Nikki when she dropped Sheether. Uh, 
and then she but dropped you know another what? one. I don't think it was an L. I, I feel like compared to Sheetha, it was a huge drop off. But it would still be a if it was a standalone diss, it'd still be a decent diss. Nah. If Remy, it was standalone, that was trash. Remy was the number one trending. Okay, but what, what you're saying is, uh, but okay, everybody trends whatever. They just everybody's on that hype beast shit. But the thing, what that, I'm saying that, is, if you're saying matters. if you're saying Nicki Minaj dropped a 16, and it's better than another one, come on. Yeah, uh, a lot of people in the Facebook page, shout out to uh, Chantel Chantel. She said, quote, it was trash. I would have respected it more if she stood in the paint by herself with no features. You know, that's that is that's how a lot of people feel. Like, you can't bring arguably two of the most famous rappers and the most famous rapper and then arguably one of the most famous rappers in his, in his little run on your disresponse to kind of hold your hand or kind of try to give you more clout understand that the thing with the music industry is to make money which of course like you said the song is trending you know yeah. getting a lot of buzz a lot of spins but this is not what that was well, about you could have came yeah you, and it, it would anyway because regardless with, with whatever single you put out with those two guys this was for you to have yeah. your business as the quote-unquote queen of rap you can't call somebody a quote-unquote bum bitch when you bring two people to hold your hand in your in your battle like this that's disrespectful to yourself like you're exposing yourself and leaving yourself open to L's, another member of the committee, well, Chantel also said that she hashtag meeked it up, and I'm feeling, you know, this this is a little meekish. So she needs to kind of uh, get it together with that. So that that's kind of how I feel about it. Again, if anybody has any more comments, you know, hit the Facebook page and uh, let us know. Yeah, definitely. The, the, consensus, uh, the consensus is that uh, it's high garbage. And I, I need I need some of y'all Nikki fans to step up to the plate, expose yourselves. And uh, you know, defend just defend your people, man. Actually, I'm I'm gonna go right now on my Facebook and and ask who's a Twitter. I mean, who's a Nikki fan, and then we'll see if, if they can defend the girl next week or, or or at some point. I mean, of course, you want to tell us a little something uh, about Grovetown? What's going on in Georgia? Yeah. So, so you know, my name's South Three Seven Zero Six. I'm from Augusta, Georgia. So out there. <clears throat> there's a town called Grove Town. So, so this story is kind of sad. It's actually very sad, but there's a young man uh, who I guess snuck into his friend's house. I don't know if it's his friend, his girlfriend, it's just saying friend at the time. Snuck into her house uh, at about two, 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 three o'clock in the morning. And what happened after that was, I guess, the girl's father had heard the dog barking. And long story short, he told us to reveal himself, which they didn't. He uh, pulled out his pistol, and I guess the young man, in fear, you know, began to run, allegedly ran at him, and the man shot him in the chest and killed him. So there's a lot of layers to this, like, to me, like cool I, I don't know what the issue was maybe the girl was having problems there wasn't too many more details maybe she was you know suicidal maybe she's having problems maybe he was there to comfort her but hey you know let me come talk to you, you don't do nothing rash we don't know there's a lot of speculation but yeah man the, i don't even know what to say like do you think that i don't know. i mean 
I have to just draw off of basically my own personal experiences and just what we know in the world coming up as uh, young men in the world. I'm pretty sure everyone on this podcast has snuck in a window, has snuck in a home when parents weren't home. I mean, even if you do something that you may not be supposed to do before marriage or you don't, this one's a hard one because it's like at the end of the day, to the father, this dude is trespassing. I don't know if you're there to rape my daughter, if you're there to steal. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to shoot first, ask questions later. And I mean, I, I don't know. With me not being really, I mean, of course, I'm not a lawyer or anything or in law, so I'm not sure how that would actually stand up in court. But I can't blame the father because if it's 2 o'clock in the morning at your house, and you hear the dog barking and you glance or see someone in your house, you're going to be like, oh, man, you know, it's, it's that time. I need to go on and do this. I need to pull this trigger. I got to do something. But we don't really know what happened. I mean, he, he could have just seen the dude in, in his daughter's room, maybe caught him in an awkward situation and still shot him out of anger. I don't know. I don't know the full details. Well, they said that he, he ran out. I guess he was in a closet and then ran out and the guy shot in self-defense. Actually, one of my homeboys lives in this neighborhood, so he, he was like, yeah, it was kind of crazy out there. Now, one thing that I didn't know that I, I kind of, I was kind of curious about, which really doesn't change anything for me, was I was wondering the uh, the race of the girl and the father. Being that it hasn't become, a unfortunately, a national story, and from what my friend who lives in the neighborhood said, he's saying that the you know, both parties involved were African-American, which is, which is interesting also. So it really is. Like I said, to me, I would need a little bit more information about what's going on. I mean, what, what you're giving me it, it's, I could take it a bunch of different ways. Like I said, in a sense, I'm, I have to ask you, if you had a family at this point and you see another male or even another female in the house and they run out. Like I said, I'm not sure if he ran out as in ran towards me, like in an attacking, or did he run the other way? It, it's just, it's a lot of variables here. But if, if that was you and you seen a dude in your house at two o'clock in the morning, you know, I mean, what the heck would you think? Like, what the hell was going on here? Yeah, I, I think it's not, a, I, don't, I think it's not becoming a big story because I think a lot of people either relate to it or they understand it. You know, they kind of see, you know, there was a, there was someone in the house and they didn't, you know, identify themselves and they attempted to, to run away and they probably just either panicked or just, you know, were scared and just fired a shot off and people were going to justify it by saying, yo, you shouldn't have been in that person's house or you should have said something. So I think that's, that has something yeah. to deal with why it's not a it's not that big of a uh, story. Well, and not to mention with all the Trump stuff, it buries every other story. But go ahead. Well, my thing is like, okay, so when you got to know your dad, you got to know your, your pops, right? So when when the girl heard her dad say, hey, whoever's in here needs to come out, you need to you need to know that, hey, my dad carries a pistol. He has a gun. He, he is not afraid to use it. So at that point when you knew you were caught, you said, said hey, you know, you know, this is what it is. Sorry, Dad. I had this guy sneak in. But I feel that, again, I know she was scared, you know, whatever, cool. But 
she's pro- she probably feels really bad because she probably could have helped prevent this, man. Yeah, like, basically you, because of her, this dude is not bad. And not, and not just because of her. Like first and foremost, he shouldn't have been sneaking around. Okay, but like you I said, when you're when you're under the age of eighteen, if you're one, you know, you're sixteen, seventeen, eighteen year olds, that's when you're most likely to do the dumb stuff. That's when you do the thing where, when your dad's walking around the house with a gun, that's why you don't say anything. Because you're 17 and you're just dumb, you're stupid like that. Or no, nah, I don't give him a pass nah, because you're 17. No, you're smarter than that. 16, 17, 18 year olds do the dumbest things. They're okay. they're you're not they're not fully developed. They don't think. No, nah, I, I think you're you're really making excuses for that. No, you're not making excuses. You're getting stuff. You're getting situations twisted. Like stupid stuff that you're describing is like speeding, maybe shoplifting. It's you know, the same you, thing. No, it's no, the no. Same at, thing. At I don't know how it's different. At that point, where you're caught. And you know that your dad carries a pistol, and your dad is at the shooting range every weekend. To say, no, hey, no, wait. You know before you go okay, on, I just want to give you just you're, another you're, thing. You. Your daughter yeah, doesn't just, know that you carry. Your, okay, the wait, wait, wait. Know her let dad me just say. Let me just say one quick thing. If it's two o'clock in the morning, I'm sure. Let's just say her dad's in his pajamas. I'm pretty sure the gun was already drawn, or you could see he had the gun on him. It's not like he's fully clothed; he has a holster on or whatever. If he's walking, he he has he had the gun out. More than likely, she seen the gun. Okay, but if it's if it's two o'clock in the morning, it's probably dark. Also, I'm pretty sure he cut have... the lights on. He busted but in to cut but, the light. But do we know that? You You're know not gonna bust back. in a room and leave the lights. On. He, I don't think he busted in the room. I think the guy was hiding in a closet in the house. Okay, oh, but did were the lights on? Is my thing. Because I mean, we're not gonna know that. But that, but here's here's my thing that you can't act like that stuff doesn't happen because there's been plenty of people who have shot their spouses because they don't they don't walk through the house with the lights on, cutting lights on. They would see a shadow and they shoot it. It happens all the time. It's not a. It's not okay, so let me fun. ask you this: do, Is the father gonna get in trouble for murdering this dude? No, he's who not. was no. trespassing. No, no, he's not. No, he's okay. not. He's my not. thing. My thing is, is that it's one thing if your dad owns a gun, you know that. We don't know if this dad was at the range all the time, busting out. There's plenty of people. Well, obviously, it's a good shot. So, I mean, everybody, people get lucky. There's plenty of people that shoot off, shoot a shot off, and get lucky. It's you watch World Star, you see it all the time, but. Owning a gun and actively going to the range all the time. Th- those are two different things. There are people that have guns okay. that have that are collecting dust as we speak okay. because I didn't mean it. I didn't mean that in the sense that he's at the range, but you know that your father has a pistol in the house. If yeah, you, you, have know it, you know everybody your dad has every- a pistol, but that don't mean he's gonna use it. You don't know that. Obviously, if, somebody's breaking, about if, about if, if you're breaking, if somebody's breaking your house, that is the time that you dreamt of, like, oh, I have this pistol. I've been waiting for somebody to break up my house to use it. So, of course, no, it's they, not. Everybody yes, don't it think is, like man. that. Some nights, I even walk around the house with my pistol out just to well, get yeah. a piece of peanut butter. Yeah, think okay. about the region, everybody too, in the South. A lot of people in the South, you know, have weapons like that. Like, I had an old roommate that we lived in a gated community. This dude had $11,000 worth of guns for no reason, just because he could for no reason i was like all right it's just it's just how it is one other I thing like that, to walk around the house and my drawers with my pistol out that's what i like to do I mean, tie you down god bless but another thing that uh, was worrisome to me is like uh, what what grade are these people in because did this guy just turn 17 is the girl about to turn 15 those, those ages from how old how my age now that looks also problematic but 
again, that's that's another issue for another time. Yeah, 17 is probably, if he just turned it, it'd be probably 11th grade. 15, if she just turned it, would be... No, she was like, 14. Okay, then she's probably in, hopefully in ninth grade, maybe even eighth, but... Yeah, but I'm 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 not gonna expect a bunch of fourteen and seventeen year olds to think logically in that situation. Well, the seventeen year old nigga, you need to know better than that. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not I'm not gonna do that to that kid. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna expect a seventeen year old to be to think logically and rationally in a. Okay, when I okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ask a seventeen year old to think rationally and logically in a situation where he's freaking out and he knows he's been busted. He doesn't want to get caught. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to expect him to be, I'm not going to expect a 17 year old to make a, an adult decision. An adult in that situation is like, Hey, I'm in the closet. This is me. This is what I did. I'm going to take my punishment. 17 year olds. They're not, they don't think that way. No, like, they, obviously they, you haven't been 17 in a long time. When I was I clearly, 17, 16, 15, I've had a similar situation. I remember I walked all the way from Bland and Place Apartments to deep in Argyle over this girl. Shout out to Clay County. Shout out to Clay County. I walked all the way over there. And this was like 1 o'clock in the morning. I think my mom was working at night. And me and my homeboy walked. We met two girls off the chat line, which all of this is super dangerous. Meeting someone page. you never it's called this the is, chat this line. Is, this is pre-back page. Yeah, pre-back page. So I met <laughs> we met people of the chat line. We walked all the way from Blandon Place to Argyle to get that. And you know, if, if I, I, I was going over the situations in my head of hey, what would I do? And yeah, you if you're 17, you know better. You know, you should know, okay, if this person's here, hey, I'm caught. I can't hide in this closet forever. I'm not gonna try to dash out because I'm not gonna be able to beat you. I don't know my way around the house. That 17 year old knew better. Because I knew better. Nah, it, I, I think it's the thing where you're I, I think more 17 year olds are like that kid and not like you. No, because like, I think most, the 14 year old wouldn't know better, but the 17, you know better. You're almost an adult. No, I'm not going to, like... We, you know what, I mean, speaking go, of all that, can, because all that leads to 14-year-old pregnancies, and what I want to talk about now is what the fuck is going on with Sierra and these maternity pics? And what's going on with all of you people in these weird maternity pics like this? Being butt-naked with your oldest kids, uh, matching shoes, nakedness, uh, titties out. That was you, a strange you, transition, but continue. I'll yeah, yeah, your face. That was a very what, odd transition. Face is in his ass. Like, what the hell is going on? So, well, that's the th- the thing. The thing with maternity pics is that I don't want to get too deep into it. But when a woman gets pregnant, their body changes, and they feel like they need to show it off to be proud of that. It's a self confidence thing. That's that's where that comes from. Which is nothing wrong with it. I will say, but. I have seen some that seem to push the envelope to where it's like, okay, is this a maternity session or is this Smutville, USA? Like, what the fuck is going on? Sierra's wasn't that bad, but it was kind of like I could have done, I could have did without Russell Wilson with his nose planted in her ass, holding her belly. Like, I don't know what the take was on doing that. Well, I, I'm mad that they try to recreate like the most positive version of the human centipede. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it was. Co- I mean, I'm not gonna say it's cool because I would never, under any circumstances, allow that to happen. Like, if I mean, you can even run this back. If you ever see me on the internet looking mad corny like that, 
Please. No, well, why wouldn't you though? If you're, bruh, first of all, dog, his face wasn't even in the picture. That it, that looked very, very, very silly. Like, was that the first and only shot they took? Like, what were the other two? Yeah, but think, think about what Russell Wilson's face looks like, and add that face to that picture. I think that makes it worse. He's part of the family, though. How do you just? I exclude? understand that, but I'm talking about the photo itself. It looks, it looks cornier with Russell Wilson's face. It is a like, family the picture, though. Well, then pick a different pose. That's what I'm saying. That's the thing. Like, and you also got to consider Sierra's got that pregnancy brain. So, like, what she thinks looks, you know, artsy or whatever looks kind of odd to other people. So, that's – it's one of the things where you just – that's something that Russell Wilson has. To, I've been in Russell Wilson's situation where you're like, why are we doing this? I don't understand this. And you just you just do it to appease – your pregnant wife. That's that's what Russell Wilson is doing. Man, you gotta hire a body double, Russell. Like you got the bread. Like make it happen. Another thing I think about is like, what is what is baby future gonna think about this when he when he grows up? Like y'all gotta think about the kids, man. This might traumatize him later on in life, even though he's gonna be rich. But that that that's that's asking to be roasted from. We all got it. We all got eighth grade. Yeah. We 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 are, that, Well, I guess the difference between baby future and like myself, I have plenty of embarrassing pictures out there the thing is is i'm not famous nobody knows who my no one knows who my parents are and your pics weren't on facebook his are gonna be blasted everywhere what is my stepdad isn't a super bowl champion my mom isn't an r&b songstress so no one's gonna really see those pictures but that's that's what happens that's that's something he's gonna have to deal with for the rest of their anybody who is a celebrity child is going to have to deal what whatever fame comes along from their parents that's just something they gotta they gotta have they gotta deal with that and you know what the sad thing is i i didn't necessarily care for beyonce's pregnancy photos at first but these are better than this one in my opinion the other one i didn't like was um tiny uh from with ti and tiny i didn't like her maternity pics at all on this last baby she had on like some some lacy sexy stuff and some sexy panties and a like a male button-down shirt with Ti, it, it was it was way too much. Like it was way too risque. It was very, it was the, the the thing. The thing is that it's way too much for you though. Like you don't know you don't know how they think about that stuff. That's the stuff that they want to put out there. That's what makes her feel. It's like a lot of pregnant women don't like taking pictures with their bodies out like that. So they put something on that makes them feel comfortable, makes them feel sexy, and they put it out there. If they get roasted, they get roasted. But there's plenty of people that do that they, they do the most for these for these maternity shoots. They do the most. Now back to what at Love Killer Trey said, um, as far as with these photo shoots, I know uh, one of my uh, favorite Twitter friends at Asha seven 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 seven. That's A S H A four seven. She had posted a picture, or somebody posted a picture. They're talking about uh, oh. a young a young lady with her son. Like she had on some J's, and he was like butt naked, like sitting in her lap or something like that. I don't think it was a maternity picture, but it was just like a, a, a family picture. And she was the, she was commenting about somebody else commenting, saying like, "Oh, you know, this is why you, something about black kids not having oh, it was something really stupid." As far as like, oh, you know, these are why black people out here getting attention and this is ratchet, this is disgusting. And her point was like, you know, why do we look at this picture and sexualize it? And my thing to her was, it's not necessarily about the picture being sexualized. Again, you know, she's a grown woman. 
woman is her child. You know, obviously the child came out of her, right? But my thing is, it's not that I looked at it in a sexual manner. I looked at it first. It's a weird photo, first and foremost. Why is your maybe three-year-old sitting on top of you and you're you're naked? Both of y'all are naked. Yeah. Cool. And, and well, my thing of, is, why is what makes that weird though? It, I said in my would you, opinion, would, would you would you would you find it weird if if that same mom and that same kid took a bath together? No, no, no. At three, I would. No, no, but but, but the difference because that's that's no, not that's not that's something that happens. Again, that's you're you're looking at this the wrong way. When you take a bath, that's a private thing. You're not you know live Facebook live you and your son taking a bath, right? That's totally different. The thing that I pitched to her was again. To me, it's a strange picture. I would never do it. That's what you want to do. That's cool. But in the same breath, if that was a naked father and his daughter, would you have the same feeling about this? Because that that could be a bit problematic to some people, even though that is your child. But again, how far does this go? What age does this not become appropriate? So are we doing this when she's 11? Are you doing this when your son's 11, 10, 12? Like, what is the cut? When does this stop? And all y'all out there with, with kids, again, I don't have any kids. Anybody on the Facebook page that, that has a, a rebuttal for this or wants to try to maybe understand this or has a problem with this or doesn't have a problem with this, you know, we'll, we'll post the, the episode up and, and let y'all discuss it and let us discuss it. But I, I feel that that uh, that's just very weird to me. Or, uh, as, as, well, as 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 the only person in here that does have kids, I've, I've, I'm starting to realize that it is not a big deal anymore. Like I thought it was, it was, a, it was kind Again, of a big deal. Like being naked and, and being naked in public is different. My kid is, is younger. They're comfortable. You get comfortable with that. And that's, that's just how it is with kids. You're, but you're, not you're comfortable being naked around your kids. But you're not going to take a picture and post that, it for everyone to see you and your I, no, no, son no, no, no. Here, playing sword thing. fights here's, or whatever. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm not. That's just. That's just nasty. Don't do that. I'm not comfortable putting myself out there naked, like regardless. <laughs> but if you're comfortable being naked and putting that picture on the internet, it's not that far of a leap to be naked with your kid on the internet. It's not that big of a leap for me to to, to see that. I'm gonna take. I a can understand that. Step further. Um, there was a video that went viral made about a year, year and a half ago, of this woman with huge breasts. And she was breastfeeding both of her kids. One of the kids had to be five or six years old. And it's like, even that was, that was sexualized because that's weird. Why are you breastfeeding your son at five and six years old? Like he's going to remember that. But see, the thing is, is y'all keep calling that weird. That's natural. Like that's what. You know, breastfeeding at five or six years old. Yeah, I'm not saying it's weird. I'm saying it's weird because you decide to make it a public thing. Yeah, and that's what I get that he's saying. It's like it's like okay, yeah, uh, okay, yeah. It's it's it might be doing too much. Like it might be too much information, but I mean, this is the age of the internet. People tweet everything. They take pictures of everything. They're going to show you everything. I don't. What's the difference between showing Facebook Live you breastfeeding your kids? And breastfeeding in public, like it they're happens. equally it's weird to me. It's not part of life. Part of your life is not to document you with your your titty hanging. I don't out understand. I don't. I just don't understand why it's weird when it's. Now, I, I disagree with the to. point there because is, okay, it's like, only weird to me when it's broadcasted. When you do it if, at if home, it, you do it in public. Yeah. Too, but you're not when you're in public. You know, breastfeeding your child, you're not putting a big sign over your head with flashlights saying, "Hey, 
I'm pulling I'm, my titty out to th- yeah. feed my child. That's essentially what the pictures and Facebook Live and Twitter is doing. That is, yeah, and she didn't even have a cover okay. over herself in the in the Facebook one that I seen. She just was shirt off, both titties out, both kids right there. The but, little, yeah, it was just weird. People, people, people. The, the thing is, you say that people aren't, you know, when they start breastfeeding their kid in public, people they're not making a big deal about it out in public with someone that is breastfeeding you'll see people that are around you start staring and trying to make a big deal of but there's been plenty of stories about women who are out in public breastfeeding and people will come up to them and say hey stop doing that hey which is rude up? by the way and in that, my and, opinion and i don't see the difference that like it's the same it thing. is a difference if if you're, you're choosing to do it you have to feed yourself yeah, that, that's just like this i'm gonna break it down to this i'm gonna be just all the way nasty here that's just like if i'm peeing in the bushes in public as opposed to peeing in the bushes on FaceTime in public. You know, okay. No, no, no. See what, what you're doing is you're comparing going to the bathroom. No, it's not about you're comparing that to feeding your child. It's not, I'm not comparing. I'm I'm just saying some stuff. You don't have to put that out there. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you don't have to put it out there. I also don't think that you should put pictures of your food online all the time or pictures of your cat. But that's people. People do that. You can't go around and tell people that it's weird. The food that is different from the saying, "Hey, here are my titties." False equivalences. False equivalencies. That's that's not the same thing, guys. But if you yeah. believe that, comparing, then I mean, it, it is comparing weird. comparing peeing in the bushes to feeding your child is not the same. No, thing. I'm not. Those I'm not comparing two the two things. Two what I'm saying is just going live with it. Those that's a better comparison than people posting their food to animals. Like you have to pee, just like you have to breastfeed your child. The difference is you don't have to broadcast. Yeah, you have to do that. Again, but you don't have to broadcast it. Yeah, but they do. But they do. Just like so with all these different photos, with all these life moments, with like, like even like I've seen as far as people will, uh, Facebook Live will, Snapchat will, Instagram Live their child being born like the actual the baby coming that's out way too much for me that that's, that's that is too much, much. You could, the, we know that it's gonna happen there's a good name i just think that that's just but i'm not gonna sit here and say that much. it's like it's weird and gross and nasty it's a natural thing don't know nope. if you feel comfortable and confident i, I didn't say it, I, I just want to clarify i didn't say it was gross or nasty anything that's a part of life is a part of life but i don't need to see that and you shouldn't want to share that with the world. That's a private moment. Okay, you can, and you're you can't tell people what they should and shouldn't want to show people. You're telling yeah, people I definitely that they, can. People can do what they want to do. Okay, but that's the thing. You're telling people that they shouldn't show them feeding their children, and if they want to do that, let them do it. Like whatever. It's what's the problem? <laughs> like no, I'm not what the saying you can't. I just feel that it is kind of weird and a bit invasive to me personally. If that's what you like to do, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're right. I'm just saying, in my opinion, that's... Okay, but when you say it's weird, it kind of has a negative connotation to it when you call something weird. Yeah, but that's my You call opinion. someone feeding their kid in public on the internet weird, it's like, okay, you say you don't care about it, you say it's not a big deal, but you're also calling it weird. Okay, it's well, weird I, I, think, I think the way that Prince dressed sometimes is weird. That's my opinion. It is what it is. It doesn't make me not like Prince any more than I do. It's just I find that having assless chaps is a bit weird. R.I.P. Prince, by the way. Is that not a fair assessment? Like, 
but you're also not saying that you don't have a problem with what he's wearing. I do. If I seen Prince with assless chaps and puffs, like, bro, like that's what I'm saying. You can't. My thing. That's my, my opinion. Is, is, I'm entitled what, to that. What I'm trying to say is you can't be like, oh, I don't have a problem with what Prince is wearing, but it's weird. You calling it weird says you have a problem with it. No, that just means I don't favor the taste of ass. Okay, let, let me change my. Okay, so them breast breastfeeding and posting it live is not my cup of tea. I'll say that. Duh. It's hey, not my cup of tea. Hey, free. Free, free the nipple. That's what I'm pro nipple. Yeah, you can do that, but you don't have you to wanna, post no, that online. Yeah, no, see, Love Killer Trey and South Breeze are anti-titty. I'm pro. I'm not anti-titty at all. For me. It feeds Vote your child. Your child is hungry for Vote Christ's for sake. Marcus underscore sniffles. Follow but what Marcus I'm saying is, sniffles, you don't have nipple. to be butt naked with your kid and posting it online and stuff like that. But anyway, free I want to give my last shout out. Shout out once again. To free the nipple hashtag, hashtag uh, that'll be the don't hashtag. Don't try to jump on it. Don't try to jump. No, on I've it. been on free the nipple. You ain't been on free the nipple. Like I said, shout out to uh, Valerie Capel. Thank you very much for reposting. Uh, shout out to everybody on Twitter. Shout out to everybody that voted for the Facebook page and everybody that uh, personally took their time out to listen to the podcast. We definitely appreciate y'all. Love Killer Trey signing out. Yeah, it's uh, Marcus underscore Sniffles. Also, I appreciate everybody that's uh, listened on uh, SoundCloud. We get about an average of like 40 to 50 spins. Sometimes it goes up to 100. So anybody that takes the, the time out to listen to anything we're putting out, I definitely appreciate it. All the ladies out there, all the mothers out there, cover up. If you want to free the nipple and feed your child, you do that whenever you want to do it, however you want to do it. Do it on Facebook Live. Do it on Snapchat. Put the dog filter over your nipple. Do all that stuff. Hashtag free the nipple. That sounds like a good way to get investigated by child services. Uh, this is South Breeze from the 706 Augustus Finest, a.k.a. G-Money, a.k.a. G-Nasty. Um, again, I appreciate everybody who listens. Again, if you do like what you hear, you know, share with your friends, repost on Facebook, Twitter, uh, any social media platform. Again, if you hear some of our views and you'd like to come on and discuss them with us, we're, we're open to that. Again, like the Facebook page. Uh, have your friends like the Facebook page. You know, let's let's make it happen. We, we do this for the people. We do it for fun. You know, we, we enjoy doing this. It's a, a good relief. Again, if you have things you want to say, come on and shop it up with us. Again, until next time, it's the Committee Podcast. We out. Holla. Sir.